What's up, all my joysticks and D pads? Welcome back to another episode of Just Gaming Pod. <laughs> it's episode 28. <laughs> Feeling great. All up on this episode 28. <laughs> and it's me, the cheese curds that caught Elvis to get that heart attack on the toilet. Wacy. <laughs> and joining me today are two other cheese curds. <laughs> Cheese curd one. <laughs> Introduce. Well, I guess I'm just nothing but a hound dog. Well. <laughs> Cheese curd two. <laughs> and I got kissed by Elvis during one of his shows and he gave me COVID. I'm Brandon. <laughs> oh my God. Oh. And welcome back to another episode of Just Gaming Pod. Episode. Episode what? Episode 28. I said it like for 28. Oh, oh no. Oh, you cut me off. Oh my God. I'm sorry. I tried to move gonna move the thingy. Oh my God. Oh, can you do it? Okay? I'm so sorry. Oh, give it technical difficulties. <laughs> technical difficulties I'm, on set. I'm fucking shit up. This is why I don't touch stuff because I, I can't have any. We were, nice. we were uh, working on our Christmas special. Um, and oh, they were trying to keep my titties away. They were saying you show sad. They wanted me to put away. a sweater on my titties, and I said no. I said free the nippo. <laughs> I said I'll put some sweater pasties on <laughs> and let them jingle my bells. <laughs> <laughs> Will's back. He came back. Hi. Where'd you go? Fixing your mistake. <laughs> <laughs> If you wanted my wig, you could have just asked. Just here. Okay. Not just yet, y'all just yet. No, no, no. It's a very spiritual moment. Only on my time. <laughs> but thank God here on Just Gaming Pod, we don't um snatch wigs on the camera. We wait until later. <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. That costs money. That's on our Patreon that we're still trying to get up. So mm-hmm. just wait for that. <laughs> Exclusive wig snatching on Patreon. Only. Wig snatching audios. Um, <laughs> us playing video games and talking shit to each other. Um, I don't know. We're trying to record a drunken Mario Kart thing and it just does not, doesn't happen yet. Cause, um, oh, I would you? love drunken Mario Kart. That would be fun. Or yeah, just Mario Kart. We did we're it, trying yeah. to have like, um, who's the best, but then um, we just... Just can't find time. Fourth of July just came out of nowhere, slapped us. I mm. didn't even get my fireworks yet. Yeah, it's Fourth of July today. We're recording this, so if you hear fireworks in the background, that is not us. That's not no pussy. one's in the bathroom. It's just us three right here. If yeah. it's, <laughs> it's all them fireworks popping off in my pussy. Yes. Oh god. Because yeah. I'm very self patriotic. It's more. Can you hear that? Like, yeah. I feel like I need to get an ASMR episode going in the future. <laughs> Wait, look, hold on. I got something ASMR for you. Uh, I wonder if I could do that with my beard. No, <laughs> oh, Will's oh. very scruffy. Oh my God. There you go. Yeah. That was Will's pussy. <laughs> In honor of Elvis in that time, there was no shaving, so he just (laughs) (laughs) smells like the 60s. (laughs) And racism. Oh my god. Just just reeks of segregation. (laughs) 
I'm hot. I'm getting hot. <laughs> I mean, it is kind of hot in here. I'm getting hot. Yeah. The mask doesn't help. <sighs> okay. Okay, so today's episode is going to consist of, we're going to start off as, if you can't tell when we were just talking a lot, but the beginning of this episode, we went out and watched Elvis. Elvis. <clears throat> so we're going to, oh, sorry about that, y'all. So we're going to jump into that, and then once we're done talking about Elvis, we're going to jump into Will's Corner, where we had a surprise mini direct Mm. A partner showcase yes. direct mini. So we got some gaming news for y'all, and we're gonna just talk about what we're excited about, what we thought about it. And we sat down and we, we just had a little kiki sitting around the TV and talking about what we were seeing. So you're about to get a lot of that here in the episode. Mm-hmm. And then right after that, we're jumping right into Brand's topic where we're gonna talk about Da-da-da. Manipulation. Manipulation. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I wish I joined into that. I was not expecting. You want to give it a shot? You want? Okay. <clears throat> rewind, rewind, and we're oh. gonna jump into Brand's corner, where we talk Come about man- manipulation. manipulation. <laughs> <laughs> That's very good. That's very good. I, I get C plus, C plus. Okay. <laughs> average effort. Yeah. Oh, maximum I'm, output I'm, for average effort. I'm giving my best. Okay, and I try. Every damn day. Okay. Your best is average. <laughs> and my best is average to you? Yes. Yeah. But I'm going to go in there and I'm going to pop it. And I'm going to be so fancy. So, <laughs> <laughs> so let's start. Okay. Wow. Well, we're just going off topic. So let's start now. I'm about to give you your synopsis. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse and me. here's your synopsis. Yeah. <clears throat> From his rise to fame to his unpredictable um, superstardom, rock and roll icon Elvis Presley maintains a complicated relationship with his enigmatic, 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 enigmatic manager, enigmatic manager. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. The Sonic the Hedgehog (laughs) two. Aluminium. Oh, God. Um, okay, enigmatic manager. Um, Mr. Parker, over the course of 20 years, <laughs> century, central to um, Presley's journey of happiness and to his most influential person in his life, Priscilla. Priscilla. Priscilla hit Presley, his wife. Priscilla. Priscilla. Uh, so, Priscilla. spoilers for the movie. Is that it? It's- yeah, that's it. That's it. Oh. So from here on out, it's all up on you. Spoilers. We watched it. So here you go. We're about I to mean, spoiler you- alert. He dies at the end. I mean, spoiler alert. I mean, Elvis is a real person. And it's a <laughs> spoiler. He is the father. So. Okay. okay. <laughs> Actually, we probably don't know that for sure. No, I'm joking. Maybe. Oh. No, I'm oh, joking. yeah. No, I'm I forgot joking. you got tea on this movie. No, okay. Well, Somewhat I just know, tea. I just know what. Not complete tea. Just yeah. just yeah, empty. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we're we're gonna jump into that. First things first. Did that synopsis like resonate with the movie or at all? Yeah, sure, of, sure. The movie know. was really fucking long. I two hours and thirty nine minutes is this runtime of the movie. Okay, I agree with you on that. Like that was okay. Hearing that time length, I'm upset now. With like looking back at it, mm-hmm. the more I hear it, I'm mm-hmm. like, mm. and two. I'm trying to throw it up to you. Like, we watched it late at night. Maybe that's why I didn't like it. Probably. Because, like, halfway through it, I was getting sleepy, and I was just, like, not too mean around that time where I am home. This is, like, me sitting on my couch playing video games or doing something stupid. So, like. Right. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> yeah, where do we want to start? I I have things to say. So well, let's start from okay. So <laughs> opening act, um, introducing like his um, childhood term before like oh, mm-hmm. like the opening when it was introducing like his child form and like his manager, his child form, his child form like yeah. he's a Digimon or something. Like, Pokemon, because yeah. girl, he fucking Digivolved and then that was it until like the end of it. And then I was like, oh, well, mm-hmm. okay. So basically, what happens in the beginning is that it kind of talks about it, kind of like. Like goes oh, forward. Okay, first of all, right away in the beginning, can I just talk about one of the things I absolutely hated the most about this movie? What is that we had to listen to this horrible voice done by Tom Hanks, who's incredible. Okay, I want narrate, to be- narrate yeah, the entire yeah. fucking thing. <laughs> and I every time he was on the screen, I was like, I one the character was just, he played the character really well because I hated the character. I think mm. you're supposed to. Yeah, mm. yeah. That fucking voice was like nails Annoying. on a chalkboard, and I was like. The opening of the movie, all I could think was, we're going to have to sit here and listen to this old bitch talk for two and a half more hours. Okay. I wasn't the, the whole well, time. He, he had a mixed accent for a reason because Elvis's manager who. No, was, I mean, I know it was like intentional, but I'm like, yeah, we could have taken some creative liberties and like not done that. Yeah. I don't think it, I don't think it worked. Well, I mean, they were trying to keep true to the character. But was that really like his speaking tone of voice i don't know the man well i've i saw i saw like a video of them interviewing him and he kind of nailed it a little bit all right i think i think he did a decent job so good job not exactly not exactly but you know he did (laughs) thank you but fuck you yeah (laughs) well thank you but i hated it he had an accent that kept disappearing because elvis's manager was dutch is dutch and was an illegal immigrant which is why elvis never toured outside of the country because his manager wasn't allowed to go with him because he was an illegal immigrant and um so he couldn't get the papers to go in there but basically but we get introduced to his like elvis's childhood basically we get yeah we we get introduced to his childhood they basically said that he had a twin brother that jesse jesse who was still born and then elvis came out second and then they kind of put this um, image on him saying that he has the power of two men kind of giving him this superhero esque thing that uh, his dad uh, basically saw, forged a bad check went to jail and was supposed to go to jail for three years but ended up serving uh, eight months because of him going to jail they had to move in with family who live in a predominantly black neighborhood mm-hmm. and um, as he was growing up he was a huge fan of um of a comic book called Captain Marvel Jr., which is a DC superhero in the um, in the Shazam kind of universe, and um, basically he that's where Elvis gets his style from. Why his hair was the way it was. Why he wore the half capes and things like that. So that explains why. Well, it, it, like it, it, it explains his like introduction into yeah, like like wh- rhythm and blues and gospel music. And, yeah. yeah. Kind of like black culture, honestly, it was really like what I got. Well, from that's that what was they like, got yeah. from him was that he was like they were yeah. saying like as much as he was like a huge icon. There was like a lot of people growing up. They were doing this whole like, well, he's just um, what was it culturally appropriating another culture? Yeah, but, I mean, I guess to a degree, but he also like grew up with it, so it's hard. I think it's it's hard to draw a line. It's, he grew up with it. I, but- I think he he took it and benefited it benefited off of it um there's a scene with bb king where bb king's like you're, you wouldn't go to jail because you're a rich white boy like mm, i would go yeah. to jail yeah mm-hmm. and i think that, that that was like the perfect like they nobody was mad at him for like having grown up in the the culture of it and mm-hmm. like being a part of the culture 
it was just like when that line started to get lost. Of well, like, it was because you're still was, walking with white privilege all the time, constantly. Well, mm-hmm. he was doing covers at the time of other black artists, but was bringing that mainstream to a white audience. So a lot of people That's are mixed. Up, right. A lot of people are mixed bagged about it because they're saying, okay, well, here's this guy who just stole a bunch of black people music, and did this song, and he's culturally appropriating it and making it look, you know. You know, like he's just kind of just stealing from people and taking mm. all the credit, making all this money. And then the flip side of that is that he actually brought music that otherwise white people would have never listened to and right. brought it to the forefront and saying how important this music was to him. Especially and at the time. Especially yeah. at the time with segregation and stuff because Elvis started to That was I will tell you that was one thing that I always like I seem to forget about him I think because he just remains to be this like really big cultural icon. Yeah. As I forgot how long ago it was. It's a long time. I was ago like geez, now. he was born like 1930s. Like yeah. a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought like oh girl he died when we were like baby. No, bitch, I was like still I was still swimming around. <laughs> Girl, I mean, you weren't even born when he died. Yeah, <laughs> like, I was still. Yeah, <laughs> like, I was still swimming around in my daddy. <laughs> um, no, so, like yeah. the beginning part of the movie, I really enjoyed it. But the one thing that just kind of like uh, me personally, I I wouldn't know how to like personally like view this kind of like biography because I always have trouble with like um, mm. like movies that portray like um a person's life because of course mm-hmm. they're not gonna get everything right and they're gonna over personify stuff yeah but my only reaction to like over persona shit over personifying shit in this movie was the fact that like it was them just doing like a montage they didn't let me they they do this thing where they there they, was they, a lot of montages they wouldn't let you just like sit there and enjoy like what's going on they just do this thing where it's like Boom, 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 boom. Here's mm-hmm. like pictures, photos, pictures, photos, more of Tom Hanks narrating most of the movie. And that was like the one thing that annoyed me was like a lot of it was just like uh they wouldn't let you sit and enjoy the moment. We had to like hurry like right. the, the it was a way to like force pace the like parts of the movie where I felt like they didn't get a lot of like their understanding or like they try to make a point and then in order to make the point they focus way too much on it and then it leads to Beside like other points, and then they focus on that after that, and it's like they don't get mm-hmm. back to the other main point. Mm-hmm. Okay, one, he looks so beautiful. Oh yeah, he. Looks Who was this actor? Uh, Austin Butler. Austin Butler. I think he actually did a really good job. Um, I really liked his performance. I kind of have to sort of disagree. I think that like because listening to Elvis and the real Elvis and seeing like his accent. It was harder to understand his version of Elvis in a lot of the things that he said in the movie. And that was mm-hmm. kind of like one of the problems that I had with the movie was that Elvis was hard to understand. And Elvis never was that hard to understand when I heard like how Elvis Elvis sounded in real life. Because after we watched this movie um, this morning, I was doing a little bit more like digging into like what was real. What, what did they get right? What did they get wrong? Mm-hmm. And just kind of like what happened with the movie. And... Um, it was very it's it's a very interesting movie because actually in this part right here that we see him dancing and mm-hmm. that that his manager was there his manager never showed up in the scene ever in real life so this was added for dramatic effect right um to kind of like showcase like all this stuff like this part never happened either because they were saying that he was a carny when he met Elvis Presley oh. that so basically carny like a head of a carnival right. or whatever but they said that he was um already um 
that his manager was already like a carny and then he found Elvis Presley and then became a manager, which was not true. He was a carny, became a manager, had two artists under him, found Elvis Presley at that point. Mm. After Elvis was creating a CD, a two CD um, track for his um, for his mother. So he did like a cover of two songs, an A side and a B side for his mom as a present. Uh, he was a truck driver when he was a young kid, uh, when he was like a when he was like a teenager, mm-hmm. and then one of the songs got pop- popular, played on the radio, and that's when he heard it. So that part is mm. so that beginning kinda, like story in the movie was yeah. just dramatic effect. Yeah. So yeah, it was more. It was definitely more for um, like a lot of these scenes were definitely obviously dramatic effect, but well, you know. yeah, it just this movie was just very like. Just looking at the trailer, it very felt like I was watching it just like that. It felt very mm-hmm. just like yeah, like yeah, this, yeah, 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 yeah like yeah, this. Yeah, literally, yeah, yeah. it was like this. You're like, literally just watching nothing but just shit fly at you like that, and it's just like here's another scene, then here's a bunch of montages, and then we're gonna mm-hmm. set another scene, then wait, we're gonna give you more montages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, his portrayal, I don't think was terrible. I don't think it was like I don't think it was over the moon and impressive or anything, but I didn't hate it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think for the most part, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I think I think I think his portrayal specifically. I don't think yeah. he did bad. Um, Tom Hanks again, like I think, did a good job despite how much I fucking becoming a hating it. person because the whole purpose of the movie was kind of to showcase the relationship between him and his manager. The two of them, yeah. A lot of people have a debate going on with Elvis, basically saying that his manager was um, like. Did the manager create Elvis Presley? And if it wasn't for the manager, Elvis would have never been Elvis. Right. Or was Elvis just truly a talented being? And even if the manager wasn't in the picture, would he have still been popular? I think, well, I mean, I think for, um, well, the only thing I have to say is like, when you talk about it that way, it sounds so like, so like profound and really like, okay, very astounding. Like how, mm. how would I say it? Like very intelligent. kind of yeah. like. But then when I look back at the movie, Looking back at it, it just feels like this movie did like a TikTok variant of the story of what he did and made mm-hmm. it too much about like, oh, it was just about Elvis like shaking his dick on stage for girls. Well, it was addressing every single thing that El- it was that all it the was, controversies again, in Elvis's I, I think, career. I think unfortunately it was just such a big, it was like they felt like they had to grab onto everything. Mm-hmm. And then it was like they grabbed onto some stuff too long, and then other yes. things not long enough, and so it was like, uh, so we yeah. got like oh, we, got like cer- we got cer- the movie. Well, and then you said, and then you said like the the montages. It was like, and then like Elvis gets really big, and then has a house, and then is like, I was like, okay, we just we just saw like two years of stuff happen in a five second clip. Yes. yes, and it was like time jump, time jump, and then it was like, oh, he's in the army now, and I was like, what the fuck? And they like, don't talk what? about that as they much. don't it talk just, about it. No. It was just like, oh, he's gonna go get his haircut, then he's going to the army, and, and then, then his, wow. mom, his mom died, and well, then he's he was in, the in training, so he, then he came back and did it, and they made it seem like he was just gone for like a week, yeah, and then he just came back. Well, the movie was focusing strictly on just the controversies that Elvis brought in his career, so like the one where he was singing to a hound dog and him being very embarrassed. They made it seem. Like that was it, the end of the it world was like, for him. It would well no, they made it seem like the, the the guy who's in the show that that 
the show that he was on, it was actually his idea to put the suit on and to sing to the dog. It was his idea, and he felt that he Elvis absolutely hated that. Right. But they made it seem like it was the manager that said, you need to wear this if you don't want to get arrested or something right. like that. So they, they El- I think they played up, like, the drama of it sometimes, like, in the wrong way instead of it being yeah, like they over exaggerated the oh drama. no so like the christmas special thing that's right. where the, he did sing a christmas song at the end of it that was where blue christmas came from right well the, he sang blue christmas there when he was supposed to sing here comes and close here comes mm-hmm. he was supposed to sing three christmas songs but instead he just decided to do his own thing and the thing the thing was which i found very interesting about this movie in general um is that i liked it was very interesting in just how the mindset of people were back then. Mm-hmm. Like him just gyrating his hips and just kind of moving the way it was. Like to us or like to kids of today, they would look at it and be like, that's stupid as shit. Like really, mm-hmm. people were really butthurt because he just shook around like he was had an epileptic seizure, you know, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, it was interesting. And it was just very interesting to see that and how women were like kind of like reacting to it and all this stuff. And I think... Um, I mean, I won't lie. I won't lie. My panties would have been on the stage too. <laughs> but at watching it, I was very conflicted because I was like, this is really fucking weird. Like, is this really sexy? And then you watch it and I was like, well, it is kind of. I like the action It was like his energy There was like a level mm. of confidence he was doing everything with. That was why I liked the way that no, he it was just the like that's, the, no. that's why people liked Elvis was yeah. that No confidence. for me it was just somebody who just Felt the music and was very mm. passionate About what they did oh, and, right they there. Just, I think he and they so just let out, out And they just started dancing just dancing. Yeah. Is that Tanache part at the end of it Okay. Also, part all of his All of his fashion he had really good fashion. All of his fashion. I, I think his fashion the was little, good. The little like mesh lacy moments. I was like, you better have that shirt in every single color. Mm. <laughs> he uh, literally did. He was, he like, did, it was yeah. like, it was in black. It was pink. It was white. Yeah. So good. They were just kind of show, showcasing like how large of how, how large in life uh, Elvis actually was. And the thing was, was um, about this, about this movie is just like, there's a lot of things that they didn't really dive deep into. Yes, like I wanted so to see right. more of, I want to see more of okay, the relationship so like, with the wife. Yeah. And just, just kind of see they that. They glossed it over. They yeah, really it was glossed like, over it was that. Like, like in the synopsis, oh, the most important person in his life, his wife. And it was like, okay, she wasn't important until they broke up. Yeah. And even yeah. that was just kind of like, oh. And they don't actually like, even go they, into it. They had all of these like emotional moments that I was, they were like, I think we were supposed to feel something. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't feel anything right now. But because I feel like there they was were no just. build up for it. I feel yeah. like they were just focusing on him being like the superhero character. And I think that that's what the director yeah. was trying to come across. But they didn't really like go into the trials and tribulations of what he actually really was going through like for me i wonder if it was just trying to then be like oh this is what it they try to speed up this pacing of the movie because that's what it felt like for him kind of Mm, thing yeah like everything is just flying at once because there was like there like for me personally i hate it how much they focus so much on like i know that was the beginning part of his childhood but it was like that stuff could have been cut down to at least like 20 minutes nope they spent like a good solid beginning half of the movie talking about his childhood talking about how he got to where he is 
they didn't talk about any of like his actual serious or more like rememberable stuff until like the late end of the movie mm -hmm. but then even then a lot of like the major stuff that happens in his life that was happening later on in his life like brandon says it was mm -hmm. completely glossed over his wife's like yeah the whole back end of the movie was just rushed yeah like his wife's marriage mm -hmm. like him and his wife's marriage it just literally felt like it was just bloop, bloop, okay we're here we're done right. uh, it felt but they didn't even go into the most important part of his marriage that when he he met his wife in the military his wife i think was like an army brat she was 14 when they met mm -hmm. and he was 20 he was like 10 years older so he was like 24. yeah and when he met her and then and that's the real story they make it seem like she was around the like same adult, age as he yeah. was or whatever but he she was 14 and then in real life she didn't move in with him until she was 17 and then they didn't get married until she was 21. yeah smart girl which was very interesting, but like, um, there's so see, but like there was no context of time, any for of that, any of that. No, so like, even no, if she, it was even just if like, she was 14, which ill. They, the only that time clip, they gave a, the only time they gave a context was when, um, they were breaking up and he was just like, soon I'll be, uh, was it soon? I'll be 15. Soon well, you'll yeah, be 40. Yeah. When I'm, was, when I'm 50 and you're 40, we'll be back together or whatever. Yeah. Something like that it was very, yeah. it was very strange. And like so a couple of things that they kind of like this is the issue that i had with the movie they did focus a lot of the stuff they they focus on a lot of the wrong stuff i think because if have you ever seen walk the line which on mm -hmm, the johnny yeah. cash one i feel like that was balanced so well yeah that and that paced movie. very well this one just felt chaotic like they just they had well, so again, many there was, ideas there was, there was no pacing they were like we need to get every little detail about like there was the one scene after they got out of the he did like his movies, like the movie deals. Oh yeah, when they he was like, that, they didn't even that, gloss, they the, gloss the, over that. Like the whole lot, like that whole time they were in the lot. Mm. Basically, it was about MLK being shot. I believe at the time that was when that happened. Right? That didn't happen at that time. It happened earlier that year in real life, but right. they made it seem like that but Robert like, Kennedy but like got again, shot. It, or yeah, that. it was yeah, Robert, yeah it was Robert yeah. Kennedy. So I was just like. What like why did we why why do we care that they're on like a movie lot like you glossed over his whole movie experience in the movies because he, he wanted did. to be and a then movie he, star like, yeah. montaged it and I was like I don't understand and again part of it is like as somebody who like obviously knows who Elvis is but is mm -hmm. not like the biggest Elvis stan or has not watched all these movies yeah I was like yeah. I don't know what the fuck any of this shit is they didn't yeah. gloss over his drug use they literally glanced over it they didn't they, they didn't go over his said, food here, issue they said here take this. They didn't that go was over the his one port. time and then no, was, yeah. they were like, this will help you feel better. And then it was just like, they don't talk about anything after that. And it was just like, oh, this one time he took a pill on the road. And the I was waiting for him to get fat also. Yeah, I he was never like, got fat until the very end of the movie. Like no, they didn't he really got show fat that. for only a three minute, like, like only three for minutes, like three yeah. minutes. And then they cut out to an actual clip of, of Elvis, the actual Elvis of singing the thing, it, which yeah. I agree with Willem on this, the drag queen, when she says you never want to have like the person you're betraying be right next to you because then you get to see how much you're different. Yeah. And then once they showed me that, I was like, majority of this movie, why did they give him such a fucking contour and so much fucking bronzer on when like Elvis oh, was he so fucking pasty? Oh yeah, he was bronze. They really changed his he color. They tan. really, they went, they right went there. a little bit. Like right there, yeah, oh right my there. God. Like, they put like, him in the tan yeah. booth before every shoot. And I was like, you didn't nah, have they to hit, No, they nah, sprayed, they, they, they sprayed tan his ass him. with some orange Fanta. Yeah. yeah, they really did. <laughs> he was painting with Cheeto dust. Yeah, it was like, and then, they didn't talk the the whole manager position like the out like the him being stuck at the um Malagio, like they they were acting as oh if, the like, international yeah, international yeah. as like um they make it they made it seem as if like his manager like tricked him into that when it was like 
Oh, he been done knew that his manager was a snake and he's been trying to get out, but it was like, like they said, well, there was nothing the that they could do in that case, because the thing was, is that he was stuck in that he was stuck in the position because his manager got him to be in Vegas. And the rumor is, is the reason why he got into Vegas is because his manager is, uh, was a gambling addict. Right. Had, and had he, debts. Yeah. he had debts to that particular hotel and he was using Elvis to, to pay for his debt. And he was taking 50% of Elvis's income and was taking all that. He owed 30 million to the, to the thing. And given the amount of, if you look back at it, like inflation back then, there would have been a lot 30 of million is yeah. ridiculous. No. Yeah. Cause that's back then when freaking gas was about like what? 30 cents or 10 cents. A well, gallon. but like uh, you think he, he wrote that little list and was like, you owe me $8 million. It was like it was actually you, two million. You owe them, no, it was eight. The oh little, no, oh, it was eight. In the, the little in the thing, list, yeah, yeah. But the thing was, is that at that, that probably just was what he owed at that time. But in the end, the real amount was thirty million. And also, no, no, no. When he was trying to no, break, when he was when trying he was to trying keep break, Elvis, like oh, when, when he was, he was trying, trying to keep him, he was like, "You owe me eight million. When Elvis was trying to break. Oh, the contract. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but it's okay, technically also, he, he I, owed him two I, million. I know, I know that this is not like everybody. This is realistic. Just kill him. You're rich and you're famous. You in Vegas hire somebody to go out and smoke his ass, and you can literally blame it on anybody. Who's gonna know? Bitch, you, I would have killed. I would have killed mm -hmm. that old bastard <laughs> so fast. You think you're gonna make me slave away in this hotel for the rest of my life? You got the wrong bitch. Mm -hmm. The stage was fierce the first two years. I'm tired. Well, I don't want a residency anymore. Thank you. It was just very interesting. Because I want to fly me plane. The Lisa man Marie, thank you. The manipulation. Ooh, wait. Vroom. Wait, louder. Okay. Get oh. that. Vroom. <laughs> Vroom. I'm trying to jet set, baby. Jet set, Vroom. baby. Vroom. Mm -hmm. No, but I think that, like, his manager was actually an illegal immigrant. That was correct. And right. that's the reason why he couldn't leave the country. Well, but no, but you know what Japan I'm saying, though, right? No, like, oh, I, I get what you like, mean. Like, by the end but... of the movie, it was like, if I know you're pulling shit on me. I'm going to kill you. Well, Elvis I'm did rich. fire him. No, you're fucking with my bag. Yeah. I'm going to kill you. I'm like, rich and I'm famous. Elvis. And I can get away with whatever And I then want. the other part, they don't talk he about. He was shooting guns in hotel rooms. I mean, come on. Bitch. Wait, was he? Yeah. Yes. Oh. And then the other part was like. You really? didn't, were you awake for that part? No, no, no. I was oh, okay. awake for the entire movie, surprisingly. It's just that there was just so much information happened yes. that I forget it, little it details. Over okay. a lot of stuff. One person I want to give props to, the lady who played Priscilla. I think she did she an incredible job. So and she looked doing just, her hair? She looked just, she looked just like her. her. Yeah, she, she looked, looked just, like her, yeah. I was watching and I was like, this literally looks like Priscilla. Mm -hmm. that, it was the hair, the makeup, everything she had so every, good. And the way she just carried herself on set, she so was good. like, I'm going to make you believe I'm that woman. Because yeah. guess what? I am. Mm -hmm. And it was just, uh, but the other part that really bugged me was like, yeah, I agree with Will. They never talked about his like dieting. They didn't talk about his Not drug use. It was yeah. just, uh, his drug use just came up as like the breakup. And then that's when they talked about their age difference. Like yeah. they made it seem like they were, yeah, that's the only time they made it sound like they were 10 years apart mm -hmm. before that. They were like, oh, they're really young and they're together. And I think it's like, oh yeah. Yeah. Another, the thing that kind of, I was actually very interested in seeing this movie. And the reason why is because everybody throughout my entire life said I look like Elvis Presley. Ah, let's pull up a picture of Elvis so to compare. Let's, put it, let, let's compare, let's compare, let's compare. 
So as you can see, this is a picture of Elvis, the real Elvis. No, there's a picture Leslie. of Steelix, and then I see. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> it, okay, fine, fine. We'll, we'll zoom in. We'll zoom in to Elvis Presley. So if you could look, do I look like Elvis? In the ghetto. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what's interesting? Wait, close your mouth. Don't smile. You know what's interesting? Tilt your head. I could kind of see it. I could, your nose is a little different, but I could kind of see it. If I shaped your brows a certain way, I could see it. Trim the beard. Yeah, yeah. I could well, see if it. I get the rid of the beard completely, and if I was skinnier, yeah, I maybe, maybe, maybe. I could see it. And I used to take it as a big insult, but he's a very beautiful man. So like, yeah, I don't, I don't have like any issues with that now. But no, I found myself I, very like oddly attracted to Austin Butler's portrayal of of Elvis in the beginning. Nah, the real Elvis is what does it for me. Not well, him. no, I know, no, I know. Yeah, like Elvis is gorgeous, but I also like I was. Like going into this, I was like, eh, I'm probably not gonna be as like enticed by the actor. Yeah, mm -hmm. I was kind of surprised because I was like, oh, he's actually really handsome. Yeah, yeah very handsome. The little, the oh, little, no, no, he's the little, handsome, the little yeah. hair swoopy with the mascara and the big. That shit was so hot. When that guy called him a fairy, I was like, and <laughs> so, and? so what? I'm wearing a pink no, too. Oh my god! What? Oh my god! The little, the little gay boy at the house of the senator. Mm -hmm. He's like, he was like. Oh, oh yeah. like, girl, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> she went, um, green button. Hi, gay. <laughs> with like, a little oh, bit of. <laughs> with a little bit of. <laughs> yeah, all of them were like. Yeah, he was very, I mean, everybody was like, oh my God, the pussy. Mm. Yeah, but um. a lot of people got mad. A lot of people were jealous, which is the reason why he went to the army was because they figured that that would clean him up, clean him up and whatnot. And then his mom died of hepatitis. Not alcohol. It, it, oh, that like it was, also, yeah. Yeah, that was weird. She died of hepatitis and um, she, uh, in real life. And Again, he threatened they, to go AWOL because they weren't going to let him go This home. was like the, the Lifetime movie version of what this should have been. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. It's like they, no, get, because they hit the some of the yeah, marks. Because in the Lifetime movies, they overemphasize all the like, Really terrible stuff. The drug use and abuse mm. and like yeah, and then, yeah, yeah. And then they did the whole like Aaliyah theme. They didn't really do any of like his main hit songs. A lot right. of them were like his covers. Well, he of did those songs. Well, he did like they did do the big ones like suspicious. But also Mind, all of Town a, Dog. Lot of, a lot of his different performances. I also was like, I don't. It didn't. I didn't get this anything. Is what out you want to focus on? Yeah, I, mean, I didn't get anything out of it. They them. put. They put. They put a lot of the songs in there. But the <laughs> thing was is that they weren't the primary focus. And to be honest, as much as I love the song. It felt very weird to have uh, Doja Cat play in the middle of a 1950s movie. Right. That, was <laughs> that was so, so weird. That was so, that and was so and weird. The, even the part with um, with the Casey Musgraves, that cover of um, the um, the love song. Uh, uh, if I could fall in yeah. love. Yeah. The Casey Musgraves, oh. which is beautiful. Casey does a really good job on that yeah. one. But even that, I was like. Like you're putting modern stuff over it just was so it like, breaks you from the illusion yeah. kind of thing and i was yeah. just I was yeah, like yeah, he's yeah. walking around to doja cat which like work but <laughs> it doesn't make sense but also work yeah <laughs> oh fun fact random fact did you know that jailhouse rock is a lot of people speculate that it's a song based off of two inmates falling in love oh and that the music video portrays actually intensifies this because it was originally from a movie and um jailhouse rock is basically all these men gyrating hmm. all together in unison and it's supposed to be like gay love but 
they don't specifically or exclusively say that. It's about dropping this out. But so, just, to, just um, to throw that just a little. So majority little of there. other music videos that have like a lot of women just like shaking their asses in the background about like lesbianism, women in love. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sapphic yearning. But just think, that's how they used to think back then. And yeah, that's, that's how people think. Still think to this day. Still, th those people are still breathing. Those, those people, people are running are the still... fucking government, apparently. <laughs> Bitch, <laughs> bitch, hey, bitch! Yeah. Oh my God, everybody, watch Elvis, and if you feel uncomfortable <laughs> with it, just understand those people are still alive and in our government. <laughs> but also, if you watch that movie with somebody and they aren't uncomfortable with some of the shit happening, you have red flag, uh, red flag, red flag. Yeah. Um. So much like this movie, we've been all over the place today. So, <laughs> so let me give you. Let's give us. Let's give them the ratings. So, okay. um, right. I'll ask the both of you. All what right. would you give it on a rating between one through ten of how many people cheese curds dad on the toilet? <laughs> That's the one thing that I fucking laugh about. He died on the toilet. I totally yeah, he had he a heart attack from straining, from trying to shit because he's too constipated because of his uh, diet. His diet was so bad. Um, hmm. I would say. I hate to say, I'll give I would it, say like a six. I say six. Six, yeah. I would say structurally, the way that it was portrayed was very chaotic. And because of how it was structured, I would give it a five. But I feel like if you are an Elvis fan or if you are just very curious. I feel like you have to be an Elvis. You would no. have to be an Elvis fan to really appreciate this because this folk, this, this movie kind of went into the assumption that you are an Elvis fan. And you already know all the other stories and the outside shit that comes with it. All the performances, mm -hmm. his iconic status and all that stuff. And this focuses on just kind of the man himself. And just like how he was just actually a human being. And he was going through stuff that he wasn't a superhero like everybody assumed. And that this was just kind of showing that very real side of Elvis. So in that case, I would give this movie personally for myself a five. Because I feel like it was structured horribly. But I think that for a person who's going in and seeing it, I would probably say it's a seven for a lot of people. But I think because this movie got a standing ovation for 12 for 12 minutes oh. when it was first premiered. So a lot of people really liked the movie. But for like, really, that's interesting because Nate said his friend Bella heard that it was like terrible. A lot of people are mixed bags about it. Yeah, there's I some feel, people who really like it, and some. I think if you have it. an interest, like go see it. I don't think it was a bad watch. Not I didn't. Hate I don't it. like opening night shit because I feel like everybody rides the hype train after they that. Do. So they yeah. do. Because yeah. it's like I didn't. I didn't hate it, but I didn't love it. That's kind of where I'm at with it. I felt like if I watched it during the daytime, I probably would have enjoyed it better. But I think it's just the time that we saw it and for how long the movie is. But, well, but also, would I watch it again? No. 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 I wouldn't watch this one again. This isn't something I would. I'm this like, yeah, let's no. go watch Elvis again. No, 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 this is something I wish someone would have told me I would have prepared more for. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. halfway through it, I was like, um, I need a nap. <laughs> I mean, you need <laughs> you need to go into this like fresh in the morning. You got right. sleep. You can't watch this when you're like, I'm tired. But Elvis is such a legacy, though. That's the reason. Like, he's such a huge person that it's kind of hard to make a movie about him because you're going to miss something because the limited amount of time. I feel like Elvis deserves a show, not a movie. Like, I agree like, with like, that. Like a no. series. I feel like he deserves, like, a series or a show. I feel like it would make yeah, more sense. Yeah, a mini series about, like, six hours and... 
Some, each episode could just focus on like the that's like why one could focus I on like, his childhood, yeah, one could focus on his teenage yeah. years, yeah. So his like, one can focus on his marriage, yeah. his drug use, yeah. I feel yeah. that would have been so much better. I feel like this one was that, and they tried to give us a compilation of all that at once. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm. I don't know. I mean, I, I, you know, I enjoyed the movie. Yeah. I just felt like. I just felt like I just wish it was structured better, kind of like how Walk the Line was structured. Like right. I, I wanted to yeah. see more of that. I wanted to see more of the drug use. I wanted to see more of the uh, like just the really big problematic sides. No, that, like yeah, that was a point. Iconic it, performances. It was like we're gonna show you all the good stuff, but we're not gonna show much of the ugly stuff because we're yeah. gonna try to ignore that. Except for the, like the times when it's like it needs to pop up for a second or something. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Only for um, plot purposes. Well, it felt like the intention of the plot was to make the manager the bad person. Yeah, that was the, f the which whole again focus, is fine. Yeah. But I was just like, okay, we all know that his manager was financially abusive, emotionally manipulative. Like, but it was also like a discussion as well because it's supposed to leave with the discussion. Like, was it really? Was he really? Because the question is, was would have Elvis have been as iconic as he was if Without it wasn't it, for yeah. his manager? They didn't leave that as that at the end. It just left it as. I, like, I feel like that's what they kind of did because the he was, was a broken just like, man. Am I the bad person here with this story? I don't know, but I'm I, gonna tell you anyways. I mean, I, I, I interpret it. <laughs> it's too damn bad. <laughs> I interpret it bad. I'm it, tired of watching this movie, Grandpa. <laughs> so it kind of reminds me of an ending of a show that I just recently saw, and I don't want to spoil what that. Wait, is, what show? I don't want to spoil it. What show? What show? What's the show you watched? It will. Be, it's a huge spoiler if I say no, it. No, well, don't say the spoiler. Just say the show. The spoiler will be what I'm saying. If I connect it, because never mind. I'm not going to. I'll tell you guys at the end of the Okay. Part. But basically, I. This this movie, it's so sad how Elvis died. Because the final year, his, his wife got. He got divorced from his wife. They didn't actually showcase that he was. That, that he cheated on his wife and his wife cheated on him. And they didn't show him gain all that weight. They didn't show him gain all the weight. Where the fuck was the fried peanut butter sandwiches, that bitch? No, but it was so sad because mm. it's like at the end, he 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 was alone and he died alone. And it's just very sad. Like, on, the on the throne. <laughs> I was trying to rhyme. So, you guys are so fucking mean. He died alone on the throne. <laughs> <laughs> the way a king should. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Notice how <laughs> you notice how in this movie they never referenced him as the king once. Mm -mm. No, they did. Yeah, they did. They, they did. They, they try to say you're the king of rock and roll. No, it, again, it got glossed over during the montage about him working uh, at the hotel when they're like, when he finished his first show at the hotel when he walked out, and they were like, "How do you feel? You're like the king of rock and roll." And he's like, "Well, I don't know about that." And that was just. Oh the, yeah, he's. Yeah. Oh, then he goes, "I'll introduce you to the real king of rock and roll," and then they. Oh, and then he brought it to BB King. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. But anyway, uh, anyways, go see Elvis if you like this review. Yeah, if you like it, watch it. But make sure that you watch it when it's you're a long ass movie. I need to see some movie. like hardcore Elvis fans and just be like, "What did y'all think of that?" I'm I actually need, curious. I'm there. curious. So if, if you're, you're a hardcore Elvis, Elvis fan and you found this, like, let us know. We want to know. What's Hit us your... up on our social media. Yeah. Just Game and Pod. Yeah, J U S T G A Y M I M P O D. We are on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. On oh. Facebook. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyways, hi guys. Finally. <laughs> Sorry. 
Sorry. Well, no, I, I actually enjoyed talking about it. I thought that was a real... I thought yeah, it, was, Elvis it, was was, it, was it was fun to talk about. That's how you... Okay, I will tell you, the movies we rate the lowest are the ones we talk about for the longest. Yeah, but this one I feel like... Honestly? No, really, though. Because all, <laughs> we our, really good, all like our good... We're just like, the good movies, we're like, we don't want to spoil anything. Just go see it. For the bad ones, we're like... We're like so here's we're a fucking about the whole bitch. movie. <laughs> this movie's horrible. No, yeah. Because okay. of this part, this part, this part. Need to be no. more active. Like Speaking of horrible movies, we have the Nintendo Mini Direct. The horrible games. <laughs> I'm joking. Oh my God. <laughs> no, 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 no. There were good games. There were, there were some good, good games. games. Yeah. There were good games. So we're going to be getting right into this view. Should mode. we do a speed round or? We're going to go speed round because, you know, the Elvis thing took a lot, but let's get through it. All right. So today we end up viewing the Nintendo Direct where we, um, one that we mentioned that it just came out of Is nowhere. my mouse not working? <laughs> Is it on? <laughs> my mouse. Is it on? Oh, okay. There we go. Oh, I, I guess it just auto shut off. But if we were watching the Nintendo How Direct, we start off with oh, Monster, Monster Hunter. Hunter. I'm okay. Oh, oh sorry. Oh. Didn't mean to have the noise God, on there. Laser blast in my ear. Oh. Um, <laughs> no, I actually, so I love Monster Hunter. I don't play it on the Switch. I still play World on the Xbox, but mm -hmm. I get so upset every time I see something for Rise because I'm like, this looks so fucking cool. It looks good, so but maybe you should just get it then. No, because I would, I would never play it. I don't have anybody to play with. You have us. We all have it. Oh, I've been meaning oh. to get into it because I have friends that play it too, but it just, mm. uh, part of me just feels that very discouraged moment because it's like, oh, I don't want to start from the beginning because yeah. everybody's so far ahead of me already. I just, well, I don't mind starting with you mm -hmm. because I really need to learn how to play a Monster Hunter game. I really want to actually play one like legit and like really play it to the end and commit to it because I can never do it. I can never do it. But this is Sunbreak. Sunbreak is coming out. It, uh, it actually recently came out. I think it was on the 30th, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, we're getting free updates. They're going to be adding new monsters. They're going to be adding, uh, like, uh, I think, like, just like, they're just adding new things and everything is going mm -hmm. to be for free, which is really cool. And doesn't that sound fun? <laughs> <laughs> so for all my monster so hunters what out would you there. guys give it one through five? Would you be playing this? Yes or no? Uh, I mean, if it wasn't on Switch, five. Yeah, I'll give it a five. If I play it more, I currently um two, but if I was playing it, I'll probably would yeah. be like, oh my god, fucking shit. Five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I give it a I would give it like a three. Okay. Because realistically I don't think I'm playing it. What but is that narrow? This is near oh. automata. Okay, can we just talk about how I feel like they've remade this game and put it on thing this is like Skyrim. Yeah, it's it's Skyrim. Yeah. I'm like, y'all keep yeah. putting this shit on new thing. I'm like, okay, can we just can no, we move on, okay. please? Okay, I don't want to be a bitch. I felt like that was all this this um, mini direct was was just like, you remember this game that came out about ten years ago? Guess what? It's on the Switch now. And it's like, <laughs> I mean, but that's what like, these things are, though. That's I'm just what like, this well, who is. Who the fuck asked for this? Give me some new games. <laughs> if I wanted to fucking play it, I'll fucking play it. But like, why the fuck would I spend? You should be the announcer on their next one. <laughs> oh my god, I should. You should. You want to waste your money? You remember this game that was really popular on. Sega, guess what? what? We got it on Switch, Switch. now. <laughs> yeah, that's basically what is the Mega Man one? This one, like it's the Mega the Man Switch one. Switch like, is totally. Remember all game. those Mega Man games on the Game Boy Advance? Guess what? It's on the Switch. God, on now our that Mega I think Man about it. Pass. Now that I fucking think about it, you're absolutely <laughs> right. <laughs> and it's like okay, the only one that was I felt like that was news was Monster Hunter. This uh, is a remake. Yeah, okay, yeah. let's see what this next one. I, I won't be playing this. So no. with this, this is already out. One, I don't care. Have I have it on PlayStation. PlayStation so I'm right. not getting this. So a one, a one, a one. 
So one, I'm I'm scoring. Uh, I don't even know. This was interesting. This one was a. I don't. There's mystery. It's a murder murder. mystery. Oh, they dance. Look at them. Oh, shaking their booties. Oh my god, they're gonna go to jail. Quit gyrating. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, not you touching now. Oh wait, Elvis. They're all about gyrating. People are over there just fucking and shit all in public, Mm -hmm. and those like fucking. But this one, I'm gonna give a one. This doesn't excite me. No, at yeah, all. yeah, I, I, I really, I really have. What is this know. called? This is called the Laser Eyes. Laser Lorelai Lore- Lore- and the Laser Lore- Eyes. Lore- sounds like a band name. It, yeah, that does. Yeah, that it does like it. A good anime. I Next one, yeah. we are talking about the new Bomberman. No, no, it is not Bomberman 64 on the Nintendo. I mean, not says the, the person who said ten years ago. <laughs> I don't know if this is a new one or a remake. I don't know what this is. Th- oh no, this is the sequel to the to the launch title. Can I one. just say I've never played Bomberman, so I yeah. Actually, I don't understand. honestly, I never really played Bomberman before. This is just in those battle modes, so, so I just yeah. I don't know. This one's a one for me. Yeah, one. Yeah, absolutely one. And yes, I am a hypocrite. <laughs> you, you, you are a hypocrite. I'm excited for a this. Remake. This is a five. I'm very excited for this one. I like these games. These are really. This cool. is Mega Man. Um, uh, the Mega, Mega Man, Man Collection. Mega Man Battle Network. A collection, which is just all—it's just a remake of all their other all the uh, GBA it's, it's games. A, it's a bunch of Game Boy Advance games you've already beaten on Game Boy Advance. Well, I never beat them. No, I I, I'm talking the for one. people generally. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, this is an old game, and stuff. I think I do think Mega Man is fierce, though. I'm excited yeah. for it. Um, I, like I won't Mega. play that, but I do think Mega Man is fierce. Okay. They said, okay, can I They tell said you? this is a remake, right? Yeah, repack. Yes, repack. Can okay, I tell I you, I love, that's me, first of all, the pussy Mrs. Claw. Uh, Mrs. Claus. <laughs> Mrs. Claus. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. Miss um, Pac-Man. Miss Pac-Man, that's me. She said, you can't see me, but I'm pursing my lips under here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> She's a wolf. Your lips went for camera. Okay, DS and can I tell you guys, I have, the only memories I have of playing a Pac-Man game are, I believe, on Dreamcast. I played one on the 64, but I mean, 64. I played one on the PlayStation 2, but. Maybe not Dreamcast. I Mine is the arcade. I played it on something. So, and no, I, I won't it. play this. Yeah, no Pac Man. So, okay, this Pac-Man is a new one. Is a one. This, this one is actually this really is, cool. Okay, this I like one kind of got my pissy going because I was like, oh. Th- yeah, this one is Blanco. Aww. Blanc. Oh, Blanc. Blanc. Yeah, Blanc. Aww. This looks good. I love it. This is really cool. I feel like that's what all I'm going to be saying during this game Aww. when I play it. It's just so cute. Oh. A skinny Aww. deer. You can play this one online co-op, or you can play it or local big co-op. ass head dog. That's which is a, really cool. This is literally me and you. It's a big bitch. Very interesting. Big yeah. headed bitch. Oh my skinny god. Skinny pussy deer. That's me. Skinny pussy deer. <laughs> skinny I think pussy. I'm the big pussy deer because this, I'm the taller one with the so legs. Would you guys I get this game? Legs. Um, let me put these legs back. I, I don't know <laughs> if I would like. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I would buy it, but I would definitely play it. Like if you guys had it and needed somebody to play with you, I'd definitely play it. I like it. Yeah, I would. I cute. would. I would give this one a four. Yeah, four I would give it a play. Like a four as a game that I want to play. Uh, this one is nope. Return to Monkey Island. A one for me. This I trailer don't. was so fucking confusing. It was cute, but I was like, I don't like, know what the fuck's going on. Uh, yeah, like I don't know what, ghost, what kind look, of game. There's play. a ghost guy right here getting married to a stack of monkeys. Coming up, it was very interesting. <laughs> Wait, watch it right there. Wait, uh, oh, oh, like what, why? What, like what? what? I think they they tricked him, and um, maybe. they're stealing from him now. Maybe um, that's Elvis's manager. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, that was Priscilla. She's like, I had a stunt double. Elvis was too drugged out. He didn't know. He didn't know. Um, didn't this know one gets like a one. Yeah, that's a good one. one. I, 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 I don't. Yeah, I don't, yeah. It. 
Uh, next one is Rabbids. Mario Rabbids. Okay, this one I was like, eh, but then they show me a bit of gameplay. Now I mm. now I know why when you're like, there's no fucking gameplay, so I don't know what to say. Yeah. I totally feel it now because after showing me how like the like, gameplay and how things work out, it kind of got me like, right. oh, yeah. oh. So does the first one play out just like that too? The first Ish. one plays out like that. The difference between this one's battle system versus the old one is, is Bowser that joins the party. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's what one. a Mario game with Bowser. No, it's just that. Look at how it, the so battle. Stupid. Look how the battle system is. The difference is, is that in this one, you can freely move wherever you want as far as your as far as your character can go. In the old one, you can't do that. Was it blocky? Sort of, yeah. It's like, like blocky, you move like, by like, square. Sort of, yeah. Oh, okay. And but it's still fun, and I have it, so you can play it if you need it. Okay. But it's really cool. I've been wanting to play. Okay. This also, one, how the dare one. they show off Mario but not Peach? They show Rosalina. The little, the little rabbits in the costumes are so funny. They are funny. They're supposed to. They're like the minions of the video game world. Yeah. Yeah. That just seems like what it is. I'm just like, okay. Okay. Cool. Controversial opinion. I actually think the minions are annoying. I agree. Not really. I, okay. I actually never that. seen the movies to even have an opinion. But the first, like the first one, was fine. Um, mm. After that, though, it gets really like that's usually what happens. Pew pew in the trailer. Yeah. Oh yeah, she's like pew pew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, so uh, funny. Um, this looks fine. I don't know that I'll play it, but if you guys were to like play, I'd probably watch you and like have a good giggle. It's like a three. Yeah, I give this one a four probably. I mean, I'm not going to get to it right away. I eventually want to buy it, but I want to get it. Um. Let's see. What would next. you give it? I give it a yes. I'll play it. Mm. I want to play it. Yeah. This one, I will play it. I will play it. You don't have to say anything. This one doesn't seem like my style. Like, it looks like it's my style, like right there. That's definitely my style of gameplay. But uh, I don't know. This definitely seems like a game that you definitely would play, though. Yeah, she's like collecting like monsters or something, right? Yeah, this looks like a 3D version of that game that you played uh, with the wolf and the. Oh, Monster Sanctuary. Monster Sanctuary. This looks like a 3D version. Yeah, this version. is like a 3D um, yeah. Final Fantasy. It looks kind of cool. Braveheart. It looks cool. Variant of it. Very Odin Sphere. Um, no. 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 Rail, no. rail grade. It's rail a, grade. a train game. Sorry, that's just not for nah, me. Nah. Moving one? on. This one's this RPG that's um, drawn on a book. It's interesting. Would I go out of my way to purchase it? No. No, that other game that they showed, like the Plague Square or whatever it's called, Square Tail, whatever. <gasps> That looks good. This looks great. I love it looks artistic. It looks interesting. Okay, the more, no. It looks interesting. I can't say I'd want to play it, but it does look it no, looks, it's it different. Is, it's different. It's different, See, and I like how different it looks. But I like it. Yeah. But what it, Okay, I'll I'll toss it down to it just depends how much it costs. Yeah. Uh no. Sonic. No. <laughs> I mean, I like the fact I don't that they're you can do with world. this. Just I don't what am I supposed to do? Just run everywhere? Like they're showing like okay like they like let me let me kind of like fast forward a little like bit like the battle this. mechanics and stuff like that I'm just like It's like this game wants to be Breath of the Wild so bad but like the thing that's really cool is that it's also trying to be like Mario Odyssey too. Like I, I don't say Mario Odyssey. It gives very. Ooh, look at the loading of the background too. Yeah, I mean this game's still not finished. No, and this it's game's giving coming very. Out the end of um, this year. It's getting very when they had um the first showings of um Sword and Shield. Oh yeah, like here, here, it's here. It's like here. the same people that made Sword and Shield made this. Look at this. See, like this, this is pretty cool. Look, that part look looks bad. nice. That, that doesn't, doesn't look, look bad. bad. I mean, because I want to see that. I'm like, if it's I just prefer classic Sonic. Yeah, but Chili dog it's the form- like, you know, for me, if the formula's not broken, 
Don't, if it's not yeah, well, the formula has been it. broken for a minute. So they've been fucking with the formula. <laughs> Three D Sonic has been broken got for upper a minute. Body in a chest now for some reason. Yeah, I don't don't really have any interest in that. I don't know. Available I'm, this holiday. I want to give I want to give it a shot at some point. Uh, this one no. I have no interest in no. whatsoever. So let's just skip that one. It gives me like Stardew Valley meets. Um, Disney. Yeah. This one, I downloaded the demo. I still need to play it yet. It's giving me very Octopath Traveler vibes, which I'm very excited. I love that game. Oh. So oh. this actually looks really oh. good. And there's a demo oh. for it right now, which you can play the first oh. three chapters. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking stupid. Um, uh, so, yeah. What is this game called? This one's called Live Alive for our listeners. This is Live Alive, and this is also a game that's a remake that never came to America. It was in oh. Japan, and then they remade it for American audiences. This one is called um, Doraemon Story of Seasons, not Doraemon. I think I'm sounding like a Digimon, um, but I don't know. It's, this it's, is basically, it's basically like a farm sim, but I feel like other farm sims do it way better, so I have no interest in this. This, this is a one. Well, they got the mechanics right from the ones I played. I'm like, okay, they got the gist of right. it. It's mm -hmm. just, um, I just feel like it's very just Harvest Moon done through the eyes of a different... Um, I, I don't know what the Rhino is. The Rhinomon? Yeah, I don't know what like what his is he is is this a franchise? Does yeah. he does he have other games or what kind of? Oh, yeah, I don't know. What or no, is, I never or heard is of that this. just them starting like a whole new character kind of thing? Right. Yeah, this is Minecraft Legends. No interest in it. No one. interest in it. I don't play Minecraft, so nope, no. not interested in it. Um, next one we have. I played Dragon Quest Eleven and I loved it. But no interest in this one. So what is this one It's called? funny. You played it, but then I seen it and I was like, I wouldn't mind playing it. But again, it's like the other game earlier when it's like you go out and you collect monsters and you go out and fight and you're just like, I feel like treasure. you would like, I feel like definitely you would like this game, but I, oh. I personally, no, mm -hmm. I don't like this game. I mean, it looks, it lo I'm pretty sure it's fun for some people. See, this but looks like Monster Sanctuary now. This yeah. is literally Monster Sanctuary now. Yeah. So that's. Literally, it. it looks, but it looks fun. Yeah, I mean, it it's looks more, it's cool. open world monster thing. But I'm not means Dragon Quest. Yeah, I'm not spending money for this one. So sorry. There's uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses came out recently. Uh, no Man's Sky. Uh, this is. No, I like No Man's. I already Sky. got. Again. I already got it on PlayStation, so I don't need it. Yeah, on yeah. If you have it on other systems, I recommend playing it. <gasps> This I got, but it's the fucking cloud version for this one. So there's basically no point in getting it. If you have shitty internet, you might as well live in Japan or in Korea or something like that in order oh. for you to have good internet. Uh, don't no know anything about this one. one. I, no. don't, I don't know what the, um, it's, it's like well, these are just like a lot of smaller titles now. Yeah. Like yeah. They're just little one. -off. I feel like you would definitely like that game though. What, I don't the one know. With the dog. No, the other one, the tactics one. This one was cool. Portal. I, mean, I actually, I actually did get this one. Is it like a <laughs> really? I did. Have you ever played Portal? Yes, I played. I played the first one and I beat the second one, but I never played the uh, the co op because I'd never had a friend. To yeah, play the with. second one's fun. But I'm very excited for uh, for Portal. I want to play the the co op version. So, yeah, Portal's fun. Portal is very fun. I like it. Very good. A potato flew around the room. All right, next one we have here is this looks yes. cool. This is your game. <laughs> it is everything. Um, honestly, it's when I say I might farming, get this too. When I say farming sims like done right, this is one of them. This is fun, and I honestly feel like um, 
I kind of have like my own kind of like you guys gave me some viewings and I kind of have um, some input. I have mm -hmm. some choices I want to say about it. So I can't wait to see what it's going to be like. I feel like it's going to be uh, like an atelier game for me again. Meets Harvest Moon. So I think the excited. only thing that I would miss in this is like the option to romance. It doesn't look like that's a thing. Maybe it is, and we don't know yet. I, if the TikTok that I saw is correct, it's not. They don't have uh, any. They don't have any romance options. That's the only thing that would be like. Yeah, that's eh. why I mean, um, Atelier because most of them are not romance based. Really? Yeah. Okay. Which is fine, but I think like for life sims, part of like the appeal is like I want to be able to live life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Let me have a husband. Let me have. I'm a too husband. busy saving the world to save myself a man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Yeah, this looks cool though. Um, I like the idea of like going out and fighting, like kind of the monster hunter idea of like, oh, I have to go fight, collect resources, mm -hmm. oh, what and the then like go grow them in my garden. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? I like yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, November fourth is when you're going to be losing me. Yeah. I will be gone. <laughs> I will never I will, see I her. I will be busy. And then Pokemon comes out just a couple weeks after that. Oh, so there we I go. will be yeah. extremely gone. <laughs> Do not call me. We might need to um, make a batch of bitch. Oh, oh the, the final fact that Persona Three. And Persona 4 are coming to the Switch. Again, the remix. And I don't give a fuck. I was excited for these. I'm pretty sure everybody felt like that for theirs. But, like, uh, show this me is also seats. coming out on all the other consoles. So, if you don't have a Switch, you can get on have PlayStation. Played I haven't yeah. played... Um, I haven't played three and four. I basically got to the last dungeon where I can complete the game, mm -hmm. but someone stole my PS Vita and I never got to complete. I'm never got mm, to complete. It. He said, oh, the, wow, I will say it. the costumes in persona are very fierce. Yeah. I really want to play these. I played persona four, but I never had a chance to actually like, like uh, beat it. Persona five Royal. She Is that, and uh, I got personas for the longest time and I never had a chance to play it. And it makes me mad. I love them. Yeah they're, yeah, they're cool. That's exciting. I don't know that I'll play them, but like, that's cool. Yeah, but other than that, that was pretty much the whole entire, that was the whole entire thing. That was the whole entire thing of the Hell direct. Yeah. Very many, I would say overall, one out of 10 in the terms of the entirety of the thing, I would give it a, a good six. Yeah. I think it was, I think it was, I think it had some, some exciting things there, but nothing that I was like, oh my God. No, yeah. No, but now that harvest one was the only one that got me a little like, ooh, mm -hmm. a little wee wee. My yeah. personal, made my nipples hard. My personal standouts were the Mega Man Battle Network and the Battle Network connection collection and the, um, what was that other one? Shit. I don't, oh, the Mario, the Mario uh, Rabbids game. Mario Lopez Rabbit game. And yeah. Harvestella definitely was the standout for me, I think. Yeah, that, really that, like that might give me a reason to pick my switch back up. Not my yeah. first. I mean, it's not. I'm not really into the farming sims, so that's not my style. But you shut your whore mouth. <laughs> <laughs> mouth. You're gonna be shut. sitting there watching me play it at some point. So, okay. all right. Well, we played in the living room together, so. I, mm. yeah, I know. <sighs> so I know we're at an hour. Do we want to call it? Uh, it depends. I can. You guys wanna... I can manipulate you next time. We could. We could talk about manipulation for a little bit if you want. No, because I feel like that's a, it's a conversation we could have for a lot longer. Unless you All guys right. feel like you'd like to have it now. I'm, I'm down to have the accentuated talk for a bit. I'm down. I mean, I know we got to watch Drag Race and stuff. We got to catch up. But we got time. Okay. Let's okay. So we're going to talk about manipulation then. <laughs> Let's get um, into it. She just so, manipulated so. us. <clears throat> yeah. So Miss Brand. 
yeah. you come in today into our office to talk mm-hmm. about your um your topic today about yeah. manipulation so mm-hmm. today we hand the floor over to you yeah i like having the floor thank you thank you <laughs> you may continue thank you <laughs> what's the weight limit on the floor about like two kilograms Get the fuck off That's the good floor (laughs) (laughs) Um, No So we are um, So I I told you As I mentioned As I mentioned earlier Probably um, I have Obviously been inspired By Elvis As well as um, The latest season Of Umbrella Academy There's a lot of manipulation In these um, Forms of media And so I thought We'll talk about How do you handle A manipulative situation a shady bitch, a tricky dad, a, a duplicitous manager, those kinds of things. You know what I mean? Because I feel like, so part of why I want to talk about it is because I feel like so many people don't actually even recognize when it's happening. Like all of Elvis. Oh, and the one thing we left out was relationship. Oh. People don't understand manipulations. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, one of them, I'm stupid. <laughs> um. No, I, I think it's just like, how do you, how do we like begin to recognize those patterns, those behaviors, those th- like when, when we're in a situation where maybe somebody is like taking advantage of something, how do we do a better job of recognizing that? So again, like in Elvis, it was like, he didn't really recognize it until it was like way too late. Even his wife was like, be careful. It she knew happens. from the jump and she was like, hey, you know, he's going to sprinkle some snow on you or whatever. And it was like, but it's like he, at that point he was just used to it. Uh huh. Yeah, he was just very used to it. And then, like, same without any like big spoilers in Umbrella Academy, they basically have a like a dad. Um, the 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 general gist of the show is it's like this this group of um, people who were adopted by this like rich like he's just kind of crazy like cuckoo like mm-hmm. guy, and he they were all born on the same day, so they, of course they all have powers and like so he takes seven of them, adopts them. And then it's just like a shitty parent who like constantly manipulates them into like these really not so great situations. And none of them, like they all recognize it, but they don't know how to do anything about it. And a lot of that has been again, like coming up in this recent season. So I was just like, ah, we talk about that. Um, (laughs) So how do you guys feel like it is? How do you feel like you? Oh, damn. I'm recording. Um, <laughs> girl, they know about that bomb ass pussy. Run! Weapons of mass destruction. <laughs> oh, I can't make. I was gonna make an Umbrella Academy reference. I've got a but Google Blitz. Ah, <laughs> oh, but we don't get the reference. Well, we watch the you show will yet. when you and when, we when see you it, watch yeah. it. Um, I'll laugh at that later. <laughs> <laughs> we'll come back to it. So, no. How do you guys feel like you would? offer to somebody if they were coming to you or like if you were to see it in a situation how would you like offer to somebody or point out to them like hey maybe you're being like a little manipulative yeah like well not like not even i guess maybe both but Mm -hmm. like one first like how would you maybe help somebody identify that they're being manipulated in a situation or maybe that they're engaging in manipulation of someone i feel like it's difficult because sometimes people probably know that they're being manipulated and they just don't know how to get out of it even if you tell them you're being manipulated, they'll be like, ah, yeah, that's, you know, I, I know, I know, and I'm working on it and whatnot, but then they continuously continue to be manipulated. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I personally, I would just, I would just tell them that I think based on what this person is saying to you or whatever, that you, that it's a very manipulative way of saying it 
or how it's being said. It just depends on the context. Yeah. But I think at the end of the day, you have to, as a person, like identify if you're being manipulated or not. And if you're not being, and if you, if you're suspecting that you're being manipulated, chances are you are. <laughs> huh. Okay. Yeah. So what about you? I say manipulation comes in all different shapes and forms, just like they involve like different set of topics. There's right. manipulation of like management where they trick you out of you doing more majority of the work while they do nothing while they piggyback off of your success as a um, relationship uh, manipulation as to like um, manipulating situations and said relationship to fit like your bystanders and needs. I've been way too familiar with people in the past that would like, take something and then turn it into like something that would try to like turn it into more something that would cater for more for them so there's like mm. manipulation of personalities of um also people who are like manipulative of scenarios to try to get what they want as like in a workplace and so right. it like it's around it's everywhere we all dabbled in it at some point so we all can't like right. we're innocent um we tend to like not recognize like forms of manipulation because it's just so easy for us to like not how would i put it you can't acknowledge there's a problem you can't acknowledge a problem until you admit there is a problem kind of thing uh -huh. so for some of us it really depends on like your definition of like manipulation because for me my definition could be like completely different from like the both of you because i met some some people who are very like like manipulation to a self-centered person mm -hmm. oh are you kidding me we can get a whole different definition yeah yeah i and it's tricky because in thinking about how i would even like begin to point i mean outside of just the obvious like hey bitch you're being manipulated like yeah i, I think that that's like an easy throwaway but like actually sitting down with somebody and being like sweetie listen listen <laughs> listen are you listening no hello hold on um i sense the manipulation Warranty. <laughs> Jokes on you, gay shit. I, I don't broke. have a car. <laughs> oh. I'm gay. I don't drive. Okay. <laughs> but no, I like, like I think in that situation is because it's, I think it's easy to say like, oh, I would just sit somebody down and be like, hey, you're being manipulated. But it's like, okay, well, what if they have like an adverse reaction or, you know, like See, there's like, no, so cause, much. Because we've been in that. I've yeah. been manipulated in the past and you, you did the whole sit down. Like there's just people like me who are like stupid and they need their like. They need somebody to sit down and kind of run the facts back to it and then right. do the reverse psychology of in that situation that you're going through, if your best friend, your best good Judy was to tell you all that shit and be like, I'm going through this and you think about your situation, if they were going through what you were going through, what would you tell your friend? Mm, yeah. So maybe like a play on like putting, putting my, putting the shoe on the other foot. Yeah. Yeah. Cause mm. it's like, I, until you said that to me the other day, I was like, huh. Huh. Mm -hmm. if, I, if I were to switch it around, like, if you were to tell me, if I were, if you, yeah, that. <laughs> I, yeah, it's tricky, though. I And I think, again, this is, like, as in any situation, it's, manipulation is something that's really hard to identify because in certain power dynamics, we can be like, oh, no, this isn't manipulative. It's just the way my job is. It's just the way... My school is. It's just the way the things are rolling. Right. It's yeah. just like it's just the way it is. So I think it's important to give yourself permission, maybe even sometimes to like challenge the dynamic and ask questions about like certain behaviors and actions, especially if they feel like unfair. 
Because I, I guess if I had to call something out, that's probably when I would think it's the most easily addressable is like manipulation never necessarily feels fair. Mm-hmm. And so I would think like maybe offer to somebody if a situation or an interaction doesn't feel like the fairest, maybe consider how it's being manipulated to not be in your favor. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Yeah. yeah. Or does it not? I don't know. No, no, no. It makes sense. I. But what would you do if you're in a situation with somebody who like, let's say that you just found out after months that you've been manipulated this entire time? And like how, how, you, how would you address a person who's obviously being manipulative? And every time when you address them on it, they're obviously going to manipulate the situation to make right. it seem like you're crazy. Well, I think part of manipulation also is really that it it almost kind of is like abusive in a lot of ways. Like, oh, yeah, it's abusive. It, it runs, it's gaslighting. It runs yeah, like gaslighting. such a it's runs such a fine line because I think that there is a way to. In certain instances, manipulate a situation so maybe it's safer for you or so that it's, you know, I think there are certain types of manipulation that are okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think often manipulation is used as a tool for selfish, like reasons. a lot of really selfish reasons that maybe don't always benefit other people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think in those instances, it definitely kind of runs parallel to like emotional mental abuse in the way that it like, you're putting somebody in a position that they don't want to be in and they sometimes don't even know that that's happening. Mm-hmm. So I think in that instance, if it was to, to have somebody, you know, in my life who is like dealing with something like that, I guess I would probably like sit them down and just be like, so here's what it is. And, you know, like, when do you feel you're ready to be out of that? Because I think that's kind of the critical piece of working in intimate partner violence, too, is, is like you can't just pull people out. There has to be like a readiness to be out of that situation first. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Um, because if not, it just cycles back in. So there almost has to be like a commitment to making a change first before you can just say like, girl, change. <laughs> a lot yeah. of the times the manipulation process is just like, because I'm, this is a topic that I'm very familiar with. Right. Um, so just like both manipulating and being a man, like being manipulated. Um, I think that it's very it's a very big uh struggle um because there's sometimes there's people that are manipulating you and those people that are manipulating you don't even know that they're doing it mm, yeah like that, that's like yeah. that's like a blind manipulation like you just you're just reacting to something and sometimes people are like manipulating because of trauma right like a self like a like a like a like it's a, like a for some people it's like um i totally get what you said it's like a self-preservation mechanism that we all like a self-defense have. it's like a learned yeah. response yeah, yeah learned yeah, response yeah, yeah. And like because like sometimes you pick it up from your parents or something like that and you right. don't even realize that you did you know oh, and yeah. um like it really sucks like sometimes you're just like like sometimes like let's say that somebody said something and then your instinct is to always respond with kind of like a sarcastic remark. Mm-hmm. Oh. So like you're like, oh, I'm you're sorry. going to you're going to that school, okay? Um, I'm sorry. Yeah, and then they're like, what's the problem? Oh no, there's no problem with it. No, not at all. I mean, perfect school for you, like, I guess. Hip hip hooray. <laughs> you know, and and then you know, and then you know, like there's there's sometimes where manipulation is very clearly bright as day, easy to read out. Mm-hmm. Right. And there's sometimes where there's people that are so skilled at it, you don't even know. You can go through years of manipulation, and then it sucks because even if you were to be able to be free from that manipulation, you end up going through so much traumatic stuff 
that you have to literally reprogram your brain right to right, figure right, right. out what the truth is and then you Ooh. still question it to the, well i think that that's part. the i think that's the hardest part is much like again like like because we're talking about it in a really like abusive sense so i think within that same string of thought it's it's like the the idea that you as somebody who has been manipulated kind of creates like a disconnect with the trust you have for yourself yes so it's like i how can i trust myself to make any decisions ever in my life if this is a situation that i landed myself in in the first place oh yes you know what i mean yes. and so it's not just like it's not just like the things that were done but it's also the healing that has to happen as a response to like being out of that now mm -hmm. it takes so much time because really what you're having to do is reestablish this whole new relationship that's not based around another person yeah and it's built solely on your relationship with yourself well, that's what mm -hmm. I always felt like when I go through manipulate like all those like past relationships that like my my set the burn to everything burn the bridges yeah. kind of thing. That, <clears throat> sorry, oh my god, it's all over again. <laughs> I know. Um, like that whole scenario when I go through that whole like when you said that when you feel like you have to like recode yourself, it's like yeah, I like some of the people I have like the most trust issues with and stuff like that with the whole like manipulative like people telling me specific things that they want to see changed and stuff like that. Right. It's like, it's trippy when you actually do take the time where it's like, if you want to feel like you, you're in a, like a very manipulated situation, I would say you, what you would have to do is just take yourself out of the situation and see you like how it pans out without you for a bit. Right. And see how like all the other players on the board kind of like mm -hmm. act. If, if people are just noticing and changing, like for, like um oh my god like one of my own home girls like in the past when she got out of her like shitty boyfriend like all of a sudden she's active again she's doing mm -hmm. stuff outside again and it's like girl where you been this whole time mm. kind of thing where it's like you go you, that person goes goes into hiding for a good while when they're in that like right that and yeah and that weird like headspace of like being manipulated you kind of you're kind of just like you feel like you're just stuck you don't feel like there's another way out until there's actually time out and you freak out because it's like, oh shit. It's like I left my little pond now I'm in open waters. It's that fear of like mm -hmm. not knowing what's going to be coming next kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's a good point. So I think, again, manipulation is so tricky because we're talking about it, I think, in a very specific context and it can look so different for a lot of different, yeah, cause that, as you pointed the, out, yeah. like a lot of different. Like, yeah. So like from that, like there's this kind of manipulation where you feel like, this said person could be using like how would i say like in work placements this person could be making you feel like you have to oh like a God. power dynamic yeah, yeah the power dynamic especially like in work um in kitchens i worked in it's like you know you're being manipulated when it's like you have this person are automatically like this is how it's done this is how it needs right. to be da -da 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 -da. and it's like bitch they didn't tell me all but that. that's like the same as like family like family is the same way it's like yeah. i'm your elder you just need to listen, listen to, to me, me. You need to keep in your lane. Do, like do those things. You yeah. To, you just need to stay in this lane kind of thing. It's like people who try to keep you in a specific category, but also you just don't realize that they're slowly throwing things at you. So that way it kind of fits right. their situation. So, okay. So how have you guys like directly addressed any of your like previous experiences with manipulation, whether that be you maybe manipulating a situation or like being manipulated in a situation how have like what sorts of tools have you like applied? Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, for me, mostly like for me, if I was the one doing the manipulation, um, a lot of the times I never knew. Mm -hmm. And sometimes 
sometimes like I have to just kind of like uh, either the other person has to figure it out that I'm doing it and then address me. And then I catch myself. I'm like, oh, my God, what what did I just do? Mm. You know, um, sometimes um, like but like for being the one that's manipulated, it's very difficult for me because usually um my my thought process is already negative towards myself mm-hmm. and i think that that's probably just years of manipulation just kind of like at work so it's something that i'm definitely like struggling with and working with um so it's easy to be kind of like manipulated when somebody makes you feel like you are um like they give you this belief that you're not good enough mm. And then so when you have that in your mind and you kind of start to believe it, then it's kind of easy to kind of manipulate yourself too. Mm-hmm. It's like like very heavy manipulation. Eventually you get the person to just manipulate themselves and not believe in anything that all their beliefs are out the window and they mm. think they're crazy. Um I I some of the things that I do is that I just try to just talk about it and be open with people that are not part of the manipulation process. And I try to like talk to therapy. I go through therapy and, and, you know, sometimes I kind of do some grounding exercises and just kind of just like, uh, take my mind off of it by like, you know, just playing games or something Mm -hmm. like that. But it's it's a lot to recover from. Yeah. Tricky, tricky. What about you girl? You saw how I handled a lot of my situations very <laughs> poorly. So let's go down this list real quick, y'all. Let's uh-huh. speed round. Um, speed round. She said, um, oh, I've been. Oh, hold on one more time. <laughs> speed round. <laughs> so let's go through it. I've been through some very shitty relationships where I've been manipulated into feeling like I am lesser or I am not important or I've been feeling like I need to be with this person to feel right. like I am special for some reason had a lot of personal growth but um in order to like in those situations i had like my good judy i have brandon Mm -hmm. um i had somebody there to like remind me that like hey this said situation is not correct it's not good um i notice when i surround people with like um like growing up you already have your set friends you have people you already trust in you have people that you kind of believe in um people that kind of like you kind of feel like um there's some there's at least Everybody has at least one or two people in their lives that you feel like you can come to them and you just need to ask them. You need to give me like the brutal truth, even though it hurts. You need to ask mm. them and like just pour your heart out. Let them know your situation and kind of get their input about it. And like I said, um, the one thing that's starting and like I wish I knew this so much sooner. I hate it until I wait until I'm 27 to hear this. But like really, if you feel like your situation doesn't feel comfortable about you write everything that you've been feeling is what's going on and what's been happening and what's wrong read that back to yourself and read it as if it's your best friend that's going through all that what would you tell them in response to Mm. fix that situation that's a really good idea because that Mm. helped me because i got to write down what i've been like um like like it really does help mm-hmm. to look back at it. But then once you feel like you get that kind of answers, if that's still not good enough, open up to people around you, start bringing up like the said situation. You have to be brutally honest about it. You can't be 
manipulating the context to fit um, your scenario. Um, mm-hmm. You can't manipulate that whole story itself to make you feel better. You have to look at it at the bare core. You can't manipulate the manipulation. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. can't you, because it just makes it more distorted, more fucked right. up, and it just makes it more harder for you to move on with the healing process because it's like you're not facing the problem. You're just looking at the problem from a different angle and making it more difficult to move forward. Right. Um. The one thing that does help with the situation was like having people around you and those like shitty situations when I was in a shitty relationship or a workspace, like when I was in Alaska when my right. fucking manager was an asshole, um, like having you around, having um, Will around, having like all my friends and family around, having people I can talk to like Ray Ray, um, like it mm. was just like having people that kind of understand my way of thinking, people who have my my that kind of know me that kind of know my feelings mm-hmm. my soul like that person that knows the people that know way see and way way and all those mm-hmm. other parts of me kind of thing talking to them and having multiple people um having those like that group of people kind of be like hey girl so yeah that situation is bad it helped me feel a little bit better and it kind of helped the reprogramming of my brain because leaving certain situations there's like times where i struggled with feeling like i'm not enough talking to specific people Mm. it was like yeah you were like no it wasn't that you were enough you were just partnered up with someone that just what you were giving wasn't enough for them Mm -hmm. and that's like understanding those situations or in like work situations talking with people and being like being told like nah girl that fucking job is just working you to the fucking bone and they're just gonna fucking work you till you die you're nothing but another employee number get your shit together and get the fuck out of there it feels good to take that step back and be like okay i'm not really crazy what i'm Mm -hmm. feeling is actually valid because it's like what you don't understand is when you're in that situation you drown in that situation for a good while and you Mm -hmm. kind of forget which way's up which way's down you don't understand where what what's happening kind of thing so of course um that's where you get that part you get stuck in like the muggy little pond that you're in and then once you pull yourself in the situation of course you get thrown into a fresh open water fish tank and now you don't know what to do next because you're just like oh i'm so used to this little confined space now i gotta start back from square one which is always scary for everybody but it's like you kind of have to take that time to like okay if i'm starting to feel like this situation is not wrong if this situation is feeling very terrible for myself i need to take a step back and try to look at it and try to get some input to see if what am i feeling what the situation is being brought to me is really what it is mm-hmm. and what i'm feeling is it really valid and should i take the next step or is it one of those situations where it's like where am i reading too much into it it's mm. always good to get an outside perspective never never get a perspective of the person from people who know the both like know like that said friend kind of thing don't go mm-hmm. running like kind of like how can i put it if i'm going to talk shit about you i'm not going to run to nate and say it completely like, okay yeah <laughs> Well, sometimes you did. <laughs> um, I so yeah, no, I think that that's actually a really great idea. One thing that I would maybe say helped me was um, I, I kind of had to recognize that there was a requirement for me to have a relationship with myself again, um, and I, I think it's one of the big reasons why I've chosen so actively to like be single. Um, Strictly because it's for me, I I don't know that I've quite hit that space of always feeling very sure of myself. 
And so for me, it's like, why do I want to bring some, another person back in when I'm not even really sure of, of the decisions that I'm making for myself just yet? Yeah. Um, and I think that it's okay to, um, you know, to, to have relationships and those sorts of things. But I think after you experience that kind of trauma, that like that level of, you know, whatever it is again, and that this is like work relationships. I, I think this is nice because it's advice that I like to think is applicable to anything. Mm -hmm. So whether this is like family relationships, work, whatever, I, I think if you can always throw it back to, well, how do I orient myself from myself? Then I can make another choice about what direction I'm going in mm -hmm. after a really like long-term situation where we've been manipulated. I think it's hard to like read the compass Mm -hmm. and so it's like girl i don't know where i'm going yeah you that know? mugginess just yeah. comes up and it's like well it's like you're cruising around in a fog and yeah. so it's kind of like you have to really work to understand how to navigate that fog first i think before making those bigger decisions in a way that you can feel like you trust yourself and some people go through it i think a lot faster than others i think some people have tools more readily available um and i think for the most part though a lot of us tend to just like flounder from situation to situation not because we're like meaning to but because we don't really know nobody's ever shown us anything different yeah um and so much like yourself it wasn't until like very recently that i started learning some of these things it was like my own little stunt in therapy my own little this being a therapist now like doing those things mm -hmm. it's like tricky you know so yeah. i yeah i i think um developing a relationship with yourself and reestablishing sort of that trust mm -hmm. is a really like key aspect of how to like pivot off of a manipulative situation yeah that was what helped me oh yeah 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 um anything else to say i know we're kind of this is i think our longest episode i know i think so y'all are welcome so. So, <laughs> oh my little dre six and d-pads are probably tired mm, sorry we gave oh. you a long one but you know we just got long we, and hard and manipulative <laughs> right is that the name of this episode oh <laughs> Yeah. Gyrating for some manipulation. <laughs> gyrating for some manipulation. Manipulation gyration. Yes. <laughs> Thank um, you for listening to our episode yeah. of manipulation gyration. <laughs> a little less motivation, um, a little more manipulation. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, thanks everyone so much again for listening to us, sitting with us while we chat. We really, really appreciate um, everybody who listens, everybody who watches, of course, now on Facebook. Um, Anybody who's coming in off of TikTok, anybody who is coming in off of Instagram. Oh. Mm. oh. Beep. Bulb. Uh -oh. um, we have just a, a lot of appreciation for everybody who listens. Um, you know, of course, we have a lot of fun doing this. Knowing that other people enjoy it makes it even better for us. Hell yeah. Um, be sure to check us out. Social media, Just Game Pod, J-U-S-T-G-A-Y-M-I-M-P-O-D. We are on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok. Um, and anywhere that you can stream your podcast, make sure to share us with your family and friends. <laughs> <laughs> I am giving you hands <laughs> and titties. Only exclusive on the video podcast that's available on Facebook. You can see me be stupid. <laughs> Serving hands and titties at the end of the pod. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Until next time. We'll talk. <laughs> it's the mask. I was hungry. You're being manipulated. Okay. <laughs> Into not breathing. <laughs> um, <laughs> you need to take a step back. Yeah, clearly. I need to take a step up, bitch. We've been sitting for a while. Um, but until next time, we'll see you guys on episode 29. Bye. Bye.